Welcome to the Scuff Podcast, where we talk about U.S. soccer. Hey, everybody. It's Woso Wednesday. It's, it's still Wednesday while we're recording, though most of you will hear this on Thursday. Tara, how you doing? So good. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Filled with excitement and love, just as St. Valentine's intended. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's right. That's right. Valentine's Day today. Um, by the day you'll, you're listening to this, it'll be uh, what my dad has termed as Vincentine's Day. Um, my dad. No, I'm not going to get into that. But 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 just know that. All Valentine's gear, all things that you would buy on Valentine's Day. Um, if you wait one day, it's fifty percent off the next <laughs> day. You know what I'm saying? So, so it's Valentine's Day is when you know I might pull up on the peripheral women in my life with a little with a little something something. You know what I'm saying? You gotta you gotta keep the the main thing the main thing on the on the big day. But you know everybody else can get a little something for fifty percent off <laughs> on the next little Russell Stover. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, they they the kids I guess just ate candy all day and partied all day, so it was chaos, chaos in the in the afternoon hours. Anyway, we've got Star Wars stuff, Macario in training, the return of Sauerbrunn, lots to get into. Maybe we should start with the um the Star Wars stuff. You think, Tara? Sure. I have a complicated relationship with Star Wars, but I think Emma Hayes is about to fix it. Yeah, I, I'm a little, let's just, let's just listen to the clip. She was asked if the fact that this is her last season at Chelsea gives her energy. To be honest with you, The Force Awakens, Star Wars episode, thing six, that gave me a lot of inspiration <laughs> last night. And I'm certain that, you know, the resistance continued to inspire and we can keep at bay that evil empire. And for now, all I'm thinking about is, I need to get on to the Mandalorian. I think the messages uh, throughout Star Wars, now I'm watching it as an adult, are so essential in life about the power of love and the, the dangers of hate and teaching a five-year-old why it's important not to give in to hate. When we have our lightsaber moments, I'm pretty good on the lightsaber. <laughs> I'm always Darth Vader, which slightly annoys me. But I constantly remind him of the the importance of like community, looking after your people, much like the Resistance did. And as he always says to me, the Republic will remain intact as long as we defeat, you know, the evil Empire. So yes. Essence of the message, always have skilled finishers like the Jedi Knights, have the ability to deliver a fatal hit into the Death Star. I know without doubt, you know, we wouldn't be anywhere without like Luke Skywalker. So all my thanks are there for him and the entire Jedi Knights. No, I, you know what hates, hates just like, it's a horrible emotion, like hang on to that, like negative. I'm a positive person. <laughs> yeah. 
Thanks. What a one to end on. Thank you very much. Force be with you. I'm uh, what conf- <laughs> confused. Uh, I think I think it's just important to focus on embracing love and fighting against hate. Mm. That's what our future coach wants us to do. And I think we have to start okay. practicing that. I love that. I love that sentiment. And there are several sentiments in that, in those clips that I do love. It's just, how do they all fit together? Not a single clue. Um, Princess Amidala in Star Wars used to terrify me. So I... You know, simply have to choose to embrace love and um, fight against hate. And if Emma Hayes wants me to do that, I'm going to do it. And, you know, that energy is what's going to drive us into an Olympics year with her as our coach. I don't know how any of it connects, but I'm trying. She sounded so earnest, you know, like she really mm-hmm. believed it. She, she said, without Luke Skywalker, we wouldn't be anywhere. I'm like, what? And, what? <laughs> but who is to say that she's wrong? I can't say that. Yeah. yeah it's not going to be me either because, I, I mean, I haven't seen a Star Wars movie. Uh, oh, my gosh. Really? I don't know. Uh, Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen a, a single Star Wars. Um, I don't know what's going on. I've, I've watched a little bit of The Mandalorian with my wife, but... uh. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the hell she was talking about, but hopefully um, she can get on one of those transportation vehicles that they got in Star Wars and, and you know, get your ass over to the, to the United States of America. That's what I would love to see. Uh, so, so I think I do know this. You know what I'm saying? She said she was Darth Vader. You know what I'm saying? And she's joining uh, the USWNT can be considered the Death Star. Ain't that a, a, as a Star Wars thing? It's an evil thing. Right, right. I think a lot of people view us as evil. Okay. The, the team. I'm not making a broader, uh, a, a, a broader metaphor about you know anything else other than the U.S. Women's National Team, and you know, the Death Star had one uh, vulnerability. Uh, um, I, so I think that was the case, and you know, I think we found out that it was Vlako and Danovsky. So now, hey. you know, what I'm saying. We got that. We got rid of that. We got that out of there. Emma in, um, and we shall continue our evil empirical ways of dominating the world in soccer. You know, I'm not sure that that's Star Wars accurate, but I can appreciate the sentiment. Mm, that's right. I mean, I, I I made as much sense as Emma did. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's true that's true i i just i guess i guess i made my main takeaway is that like she's she's gonna be fun in press conferences you know yeah uh, yeah for sure that's gonna be it's gonna be a little different and i mean this and and, and just well, go this ahead. goes back to the vladko days a little bit but vladko used to talk about how much he deeply enjoyed his conversations with Greg Berhalter and that partnership. I I really, really hope that Emma Hayes and, and Greg continue that on. I think they have um, I just think she has a lot to offer that relationship. Yeah. Uh, Emma Hayes, Greg Berhalter, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, let's get let's get Emma uh, I mean, excuse me. Let's get uh Barbie Warshaw off the pod, you know what I'm saying? Put Emma on. 
You know what I'm saying? Have Emma be the one interrogating Greg oh, after awesome. after a window. Uh, you know, vice versa, flip it around. Uh, the other way. Sounds like it would, it would be it would be a good time. But yeah, uh, just from the initial research I did when Emma was announced as coach or whatever, or the or it was reported by uh Joseph Lowry. Make sure I give him his proper credit. Um, yeah, it it was just evident that you know this personality, uh, the ability and willingness to just say things um, is going to be a welcome breath of the fresh air. Cause you know, I mean, in in sports anywhere, you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of people don't like to say things and view these press conferences as, you know, I don't know, an opportunity just to mean mug the media. Uh, so, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's going to be a, a chore good time. So, to be gone through. So this is the very last thing I'll say, but, uh, Allie Krieger was on Kicking It last night, you know, the CBS show. Yeah. And right. she was talking about how she believes Emma Hayes is the perfect person to take on this team where they're at currently because she's not going to take any shit from the players. Like, she's not going to take any bit of, she said, she said the S word, but. In terms of uh, uh, playing style, in terms of uh, starters, in terms of longevity in their national team career, uh, like that's what she was excited about, uh, bringing Emma, Emma in and where she thinks Emma will thrive. And I just couldn't think of a better answer. I mean, that's, that's been such a longstanding issue with this team. And to hear it from a national team vet uh, was was just really refreshing and, you know, a, a perfect place to, to really get excited about as we get closer to this new Emma reality. Closer and closer with each pass a month. I mean, what we got? Three? Three months? Well, yeah. Matt Crocker. From today? Matt Crocker talked about this a little bit about kind of nailing down an actual start date uh he said she keeps telling me it will be the 28th of may when she wins the champions league right beautiful yeah. so, not if she we'll gets see. knocked out not if she gets knocked out by uh lily johannes and ajax mm. we'll get to that yeah we will um incredible segue though congratulations thank you but but it's not but that's not what we're going to talk about next. Next thing is uh, Macario, also at Chelsea, Katarina Macario in training. Right? Yes, I mean what what incredible news! So she's not just in training; she's even coming to the games now. She's warming up with the team pre-game. Uh, Emma Hayes has given us a clearer timeline than what we've had in the past. Uh, she said she could have been ready by the game this past weekend against Crystal Palace, but it, but she, meaning Kat, needs to feel confident about it. So she said it, it was a possibility this past weekend, but it's going to be absolutely, like, absolutely ready uh, by after the international break. Love it. We've never, Love we've it. never had that timeline before. We've had 2020, early 2024. Yeah. We've had, she's, she's going to training camp. We've had, she's, fully participating in training, but we're nailing down 
a super clear timeline and and right after international break everybody will be expected to be on catwatch let's go every single one of you well guess what it's it's uh it's early 2024 you too you know what i'm saying we've made it catwatch no excuses yeah it's definitely nice to know that she'll be back and uh just with the confidence thing i mean as a man uh who's had a knee injury before. Yeah, it did. It does. It does take some time, especially like if this is her first, you know, her first, uh, foray back in the, back in the training, you know what I'm saying? Back in the warming up with the team, you know what I'm saying? You you need to, there, there, there's, there's ways that the knee will move in, uh, game situations and in full goal situations that, that you, that you'll never be able to replicate in a, in a rehab. You know what I'm saying? So that that's that's really like the final step of the rehab is just really really ratchet, ratcheting that intensity up, putting that knee through its through its paces. You know what I'm saying? Twisting, turning that thing, cutting on a dime, going anywhere that uh, and and doing all the things that you used to do. Um, so yeah, hopefully after this international break, I mean it's on and popping, baby. So I will be there no matter what. <laughs> Hopefully, Macario and of course Hayes will be facing Ajax in the quarterfinals of Champions League. First leg is on March 19 in Amsterdam. I'm marking that on my calendar. That draw, I mean, it's going to be great soccer, uh, of course, but it really couldn't have worked out better in terms of potential recruitment for Lily as well. Uh, you know, without a doubt, without any any speculation or Dutch newspapers, um, we will know that an employee of United States Soccer knows who Lily is now, mm. and we'll know, um, we'll at least know that. We'll at least know Emma has seen Lily um, and hopefully speak to her. And, you know, that's that's concern number one we can we can check off the box at least somebody knows about lily yeah i could check that thing off i mean not not just alive and in person but you know the preparation the film you know what i'm saying do you see what i see uh she she'll be able she'll be able to see it all you know what i'm saying that's Uh, the thing that's go ahead go ahead yeah no No, that's the thing is like emma's gonna watch the tape on ix presumably she already has and you know what she's gonna notice She's gonna notice well, she, that gonna notice that best. Lily is what is what is happening for Ajax. Mm. That she's Sorry. the one they gotta think they gotta worry about. I mean, there's other good players, but like she, a lot of the big stuff happens around Lily. And she's uh, she's one of the better players on the team for sure. So, um, I mean, we might as well just get into it. Uh, I think she, I think she, I think she deserves a call up. A, nas- a senior national team call up and um i don't think it's that even that much i don't think it's even that controversial to say honestly she uh she played in the same competition as corbin albert we talked about this she's been better than corbin albert in the same competition uh you know if you just compare the two players and i mean everybody thinks it's totally normal for corbin to get called up so I mean, I, I don't see anybody saying, oh, Corbin shouldn't be there. Um, so 
I think Lily. Uh, well, you know, well, you know, Bells. Uh, Lily hasn't played against Florida no, State. No, I think that's maybe what it is. It's the college soccer bias. <laughs> she has to go down to Tallahassee. You know what I'm saying? And the and the humidity and real and 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 do it for a full twenty minutes, and then you know sit on the bench and then get subbed back in and do it for another ten minutes, and right. then maybe get taken out again, and then come on for the final twenty five. And then once you rest it for that final twenty five, then you really show out, and then you can prove. You're deserving of a women's U.S. women's national team call up. <laughs> it is sort of a gauntlet you have to run through, right? I uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't have anybody specific that I think should be dropped to make room for her. You know, I'm not. I'm not like that. Going to be that punitive about it. But um, I really I watched that Roma game pretty carefully. You know, where she she got the assist early and Ajax won two one. Crucial game got them into the knockouts. It it was really, really promising, man. I mean, she actually flashed, to me, the possibility of a dominant box-to-box midfielder. She's got this big frame. She's still, you know, kind of, she's got those baby deer legs a little bit, but um, she's got a big frame, and she was, she was getting stuck in in that game, you know? Like, mo- much more than she was in the beginning of the fall when I, when, when I first started watching her, or the middle of the fall, I guess, mm-hmm. to be honest about it but um you know she there, there was times where he she was just so easy to get past in those some of those games but that wasn't she wasn't like that in this game she was doing everything and it was not perfect you know like she she had some errant passes she would make a, like some really nice turn leave somebody behind and then she would uh and then she, the pass would be off or something but uh there was a shift in the sound inside the stadium Every time she got on the ball, everybody knew that she was like putting on a show. And um, mm. I can't ignore that. I have, I have a bunch of clips. Here's one. Here's, uh, here's the, the turn and bad pass where you can just hear like the excitement. Johannes draait handig weg bij Kumagai. Wordt een overtreding op haar begaan, maar ze blijft op de been. Johannes, een leugde achter. Wat is dat zo? And then a bad pass. But she, tur- she turns Kumagai there. Um, that is a that is a player who has Saki Kumagai, 147 caps for Japan. Hmm. Maybe, perhaps, a little washed at 33, but she's a force to be reckoned with, and Lily just put her on her back. Um, I won't play a bunch of. I have a bunch of other clips I could play, but I don't think I'm going to play them. She she turns and over dribbles one time, very elegant the way she she turns though, and then. I like the ideas. And then, of course, she had the assist for the opening goal where she, um, she won a tackle at midfield, or not even at midfield, in, almost in our, her defensive third, carried it like 50 yards, and then played it outside for Tiny Hoekstra. And then I do want to play this clip. This is, this is where I think you can see that the crowd was really appreciating her. Um, it's late in the game, and she's kind of toying with somebody. Did you hear it there? Glipt langs Minami. Nog een keer Minami. Johannes niet van de bal te krijgen nu. So it's a dribble that goes nowhere, but you can hear the way the crowd, like as soon as she gets the ball at her feet, everybody's like, hmm. And, mm. and then she kind of dribbled around and played it back to the center back, and everybody, la- everybody applauded in the stadium. That's the type of that's the type of ball knowledge that Lindsey Horan was talking. 
<laughs> Even though Lindsay would do none of these things, uh, but uh, I mean, Lindsay kind of plays like that. Yeah, you don't I mean, think so? Yeah, once maybe one in one in <laughs> eight games, maybe. As far as I mean, she she does do the turns. She does do the turns. The dribbles, not so much. Yeah, but 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 fair. But uh, yeah, man, Lily's good, man. Lily's good. Like like in the steps that she's taken. Like like we said before. Ever since that first uh, PSG Ajax match, that Open Champions League, where first of all Ajax looked like they didn't have a clue, even though they won the game, right. you know what I'm saying? They they didn't look like they they had a clue. PSG didn't look like they had a clue either. I, I don't know what the hell was that, going on. What was in the water? That was the game where I said I didn't think Corbin did anything to deserve a call up, and Bells was like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> do you mm. remember that? I do. Yeah, yeah. It was a bad game, but this assist of Lily's, I was extremely impressed by i mean it's it's just such a such an exciting prospect i i think she reminds me a lot of olivia moultrie more so than haran uh, at this stage but i mean i'm gonna continue to watch i think i i would be extremely excited if she were to get a u20 world cup um call up uh, she's not coming to any of these camps but i i mean i don't want to be persecuted for saying she she needs to go to the u20s instead of a senior camp any bit of contact we can get on her is going to be a positive yeah i i think it's definitely more realistic for that she would get a u20 call up um but i mean i don't know if she would accept it that's i mean that's what what i've been struggling with this thought that i've made up in my own head this isn't this isn't being said anywhere but this idea that it may be beneath her to take a u20 call up but i mean this is this is going to be a year where we have other pros uh at the world cup i mean it's not going to be um like she she's She's the only one there. We're we're likely gonna have at least three or four pros um, on that team. So yeah. that gave me a little uh, a little encouragement in thinking that it could be a possibility. But again, however we can get in in touch with her, however we can, uh, you know, send her send her the fruit baskets, as you say, compliment yeah. her, try to woo her a little bit. All the better. I I also yeah. think it will show a lot of serious intentions in our uh, youth teams that that we've been lacking. If we really, you know, go all out in some of these tournaments and and win some of these tournaments as we should have been doing for right. many years, don't let people just skip them. Um, you know, I, I think that there's an argument to be made for that as well, that nobody's beneath it because we should be dominating these um, these World Cups. But again, I, I don't care if, if it's senior, if it's U20, just get in touch with her. Just um, show her that we love her. Yeah. L- Lily Johannes, uh, come on down and play for Tracy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, we got some we got some things in store for you. Uh, have you ever seen a center back on the touchline? Uh, 
fizzing in balls to you. You know what I'm saying? I bet you can't wait. But, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to Tara's point, you know, even even the one, uh, Jaden Shaw went to a U-20 World Cup. Uh, as a pro, as a pro at that point, I think had played just one NWSL game at that point. At that point in time. But I think even if that is the case, you know, go to U-20 World Cup. It, it it should be a Jaden Shaw, Alyssa Thompson type progression. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I mean, and, and over the weekend, did, did y'all see the, the assist and the goal this weekend? Yeah. It's perfectly weighted. Yeah, I mean, perfectly, perfectly weighted one touch pass in behind, right in stride. I mean, she's, I liked, she's, she's got it, man. That's, I liked that's what the I assist yeah. more than the goal. I thought it was extremely impressive. The goal yeah, yeah, was, yeah, the, the, the goal was, the, the goal was a little yeah. not. Yeah, that great. The, the goal is what it is. Uh, but yeah, at, at that type of progression, she's that type of prospect. Like, it's time to turn it up. But, but once again, the fact that she's going to be live and in person and on the video screen um, of Emma Hayes, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, you know, as they go through like team meetings. Like, hey, these are these are the players you gotta watch out for. This is this is what she likes to do, blah, blah, blah. Like, Emma's gonna have an intimate knowledge of this player uh by the time this tie is over. Um, so we'll see where it goes from there. But yeah, I mean a call up a, a full national team call up shouldn't be that far away. If you're calling up Corbin Albert. I mean, no offense to Corbin Albert. I love Corbin Albert. I'm I'm rooting but, uh, very hard for Corbin Albert as well. But I mean it- you all joked that it was about come on. college play, but I, I mean, I really think it was, it was about the youth national teams and getting those touches mm. with the U-20s and progressing on. Probably. Yeah, when- I mean, that would, that would make sense. But the thing is, so, yeah, I don't think it's beneath. I don't think it's beneath anybody to play in it. If you're eligible for a U-20 World Cup, it's not beneath you to play in the U-20 World Cup, I don't think. But... um. There's a there's an added psychological dimension here because she's been ignored by the youth national team system, like largely ignored or treated like a not treated with a great deal of regard. And so so now she's, you know, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but she's putting her team on her back and carrying them to the knockout rounds of the Champions League. Now I get a U-20 call up that I have to do that to get a U-20 call up. I You know. I don't know if she thinks it's beneath her or if she even thinks about it that much. I don't know. But um, I think the history of not getting that much attention is going to be a factor here. Yeah, it's, it's if you're going to be a Luca Della Torre type, you know, are you, are you going to have to post your own comps to get some attention? <laughs> right. Or is it, is it um, going to come to you naturally based off of, how you're playing every week. We'll see. Look, man, if if Emma knows ball the way I think she does, just just you know, within a month's time, this all might be wrapped up. You know what I'm saying? To where we don't gotta talk about this every episode. Uh and you know, we get a full commitment. I, I don't know. Or, or or that we recommit to uh making sure that Lily feels valued and a part of this program. But uh, yeah, I kind of apologize for that. We talk about it every episode. I thought uh, watching that Roma game that I saw like a diff, a bit of a different player than she was in the middle of the fall. Like, 
like just more more reliable more physically like up for it and um when i see that i say okay you know and um the fact that her team went to the champions league knockout rounds for the first time and she was a big big part of that anyway we don't have to we don't have to talk about keep talking about lily well do you have one other thing you wanted to say tara um I mean, we kind of we kind of alluded to it already, but there was a Dutch article on Twitter going around, um, which basically let us know that the Netherlands uh, senior team has talked to Lily. Um, no decisions have been made. Lily even said, it is, of course, very nice to hear that the national team coach talks about you, but that is a choice for the future. I am now mainly focusing on the club. That will come later. So uh, I only bring it up because, you know, we've we've been thinking or or we've heard rumors that she may be um, contacted from from the Netherlands. That that has happened, or they they at least have talked about Lily publicly. Um, and hopefully our turn comes in these Champions League games with Emma. Um, but, I mean, I, I was encouraged hearing that Lily um, is, is, you know, not making that decision anytime quickly. Hopefully. That's what I took out of it. Yeah. So it's a very well-schooled answer. And uh, I like our chances long-term. I, I, just, I just wanted to let everybody know, after, after her goal, she she hit the gritty, you know what I'm saying? So as as American as they come, whatever whatever influence, you know what I'm saying, they have o- over her over there in Holland, um, it's not too much. Hasn't been too much for her to, you know what I'm saying, forget her roots. So Yeah, I mean that's a sign <laughs> to us. I think that's just like a calm down. I'm taking my time. Mm-hmm, it's all mm-hmm. looking good. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Um Gold Cup. Well, uh, oh yeah, we should also mention PSG faces, PSG and Corbin Albert faces uh, BK Haken, a club in Sweden. Uh, the first leg is in Gothenburg on March 20. And... Not just not just Corbin Albert. We have oh, a yeah. new American, Eva, Eva Gatino, Gatino, something Gaitino, along those lines. Gatino, uh, who debuted this past weekend. So Corbin and her new Notre Dame best friend, Eva, um, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to keep two, a lookout for both of them. Two iconic brands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Combining. Unbelievable power. <laughs> um, Gatino got an assist too. It was a really nice, really great. assist. Really yeah. nice pass. Mm-hmm. On the ground, through the lines, put uh, put Leon up one zero. I mean PSG up one zero. I've I enjoyed watching Eva in past national youth national team games. Um, so you know she's she's going to be a fun one to watch and see how much see mu- see how much time she gets mm-hmm. with PSG. She's a center back. Um, we talked about we talked about this a little bit in the Discord, but she's sometimes classified as a defensive midfielder in terms of like women's soccer tracking. So there was 
there was some anxiety around if if she would be competing with Corbin for minutes, but it's really based off of nothing. We just got to keep watching. She's she's only ever played as a center back, so okay. uh, I, I I definitely think. Um, I definitely think she she will get some more time uh, in the coming games. She's she's a very good player, and who knows? We may we may be calling for you know another Notre Dame alum to be called up soon enough. We'll see we'll see how many games she gets. Okay, yeah, that's exciting. I mean, pretty big impact off the bench too. She came on at halftime, right? Uh, Around sixtieth minute, yeah. Okay. That was the PSG Lyon game, right? Wasn't it? I mean, yeah. to get your it's debut like the in that game, yeah. To get your debut in that game is unbelievable confidence. Need some center backs in it. So, we'll I mean, it. when a global brand like Notre Dame shows up, <laughs> they give her give her her debut against the winningest team in European Woso history. Exactly. Love Lindsay, Lindsay, I I thought broke her nose in this game. She she got real bloodied up. She got both of her nostrils stuffed. She was cursing out the ref. It was it was a pure Lindsay Horan game. Yeah, that's a funny picture you have posted in here. I mean, her. she showed up. They they posted camp pictures already, um, for the gold cup, and I. <laughs> Don't think her nose is broken, but she was looking she was looking messed up at this game. Really? Yeah, it's kind of crazy with the double with the double nose stuff. But you know, Lindsay, I mean, we've watched Lindsay Horan long enough to know if if she gets hurt, she's playing better. I mean, she gets mad. She she has that fire on. She's gonna be, you know, jogging now. She's gonna be running, maybe even running fast if she gets worked up enough. And lo and behold, uh Leon tied the game. They they got a goal back at the very last minute, and I I think maybe Lindsay's anger had something to do with that. It probably had everything to do with it. Great point. Uh, let's talk about the Gold Cup that's coming up. So, um, Sauerbrunn, she's gonna she's she's back. She's back. She replaces Alana Cook, who picked up a minor knee injury in preseason. Thoughts? Do you guys care? Uh, no. It's fine, I think. I think she's gonna help Lindsay Horan be a bit of a better captain. I think she's a very good captain. Okay. Well, it it it, it probably is a little, you know, what I'm saying, might be a little tense in there, as as it stands, you know, at at this very moment, you know, what I'm saying, not like like nothing that you know the girls can't work out. But you know, it it does seem like uh, Lindsay ruffled a little bit, uh, a little feathers, just based on the reactions of some, uh, you know, some players on the women's national team that play in uh, that play in America. So, was there a, was there a blowback to her comments? Uh, Trinity Rodman was asked about it because her team is notorious for taking lighthearted pregame pictures. And she answered it very professionally. It was it was filled with respect to Lindsay, but they aren't going to stop doing it. Basically, um, 
I mean, in terms Becky Becky being brought in, I don't think will affect much in terms of lineup. I I I don't think I don't think she's she's gonna be like stealing back the starting spot at all. Um but yeah, I, I don't I I don't care all that much. I I would have you know, there there are some center backs I would have loved to be able to see because I think we're still in this tryout phase. A Sam Staub, a Sarah Gordon, um, all could have gotten looks. But, you know, Becky Becky brings uh, you know, she she's the player's captain, as they all call her. I think I think someone like her being there um while we're in tryout phase with all of these new players and all of these young players could end up being really beneficial. Yeah, totally. She's like the constant in the Yeah. in all the amid all the variables. Um yeah. not much of a math guy me, but uh so who who do you want who do you want us who do you want to start in that first game? Okay, well, I Greg and I talked about it, right? But yeah, I'm embracing I'm embracing some tryouts for the first game. You know, we're we're gonna get all of our all of our normal midfield at some point. I just don't want it for the very first game. So I'll just I'll just be quiet. List my list my lineup now. Okay, I I'm gonna keep Jane as my goalie. Uh, Again, I just think she earned it based off of her last season. Uh, I would not be mad at a Casey Murphy. I would be mad at an at Anna Listener. But my my goalie is Jane. Okay. And then my backline is going to be Midge Purse. Uh, I did have Alana Cook in there, but I'm going to change it to Tierna Davidson, uh, Naomi Gurma, and Jenna Nicewanger. I'm going to stay. Uh, back there so I'm keeping Emily Fox on the bench she had a long flight over I do not think we need to see what Emily brings Um, she's my starter in any important game but you know like I said this is this is tryouts and then I have uh, Sam Coffey as my six I have Rose Lavelle and Jaden Shaw as my two midfielders Um, and then I have Olivia Moultrie and more of an attacking like 10 role. So a diamond midfield. And then I'm going with Sophia and Trinity up top as just, you know, a, a little partnership there. Huh. Diamond midfield. Do you love it or I do, do I you mean, hate it? I, I think I love it. Yeah. Fence, do you want to compliment it? Sounds like Balderdash to me. Uh, but. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to get nobody no tryouts, man. Tryouts. This is it's February. I mean, I understand it's February. We got a. We got a uh, Olympics in what? Late July, early August. Do you want to roll out Lindsay Horan, Emily Sonnet, and Rose Lavelle, and you know that worked out so well for us this past two years? No, I'm not playing them. <laughs> uh, Are you I, just talking about Emily Fox mostly? I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a lineup set up. I, I, I'm not playing Olivia Moultrie. I'm not playing Jenna Nyswanger. I'll tell you that. That's 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 where I'm at. Uh, <clears throat> at this point in time. 
You know what I'm saying? They, they can come off the bench. They can do a little something, something. You know what I'm saying? You got to earn those minutes, innit? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing tryouts. Not, not at this I point. I think Jenna, Jenna Nifonger and Olivia Moultrie earned their minutes by their last season. They both had big, big seasons. Club play is important now in the United States women's national team. It never was before. I don't mind starting Moultrie. Um, I don't mind doing tryouts in a game. I mean, this, w- these three games are going to be a walk. I, uh, mean, I mean, our, our U19s beat Argentina's senior national team a couple months ago. We talked about it at yeah. the Pan America Games. It's like our U19 B team. Mm-hmm. We got to get our swagger back. Um, I just don't know. I'm not trying to be boring and pedantic. I probably am being that, but um, I just don't know if we're gonna do a diamond midfield. Like, wh- how, when was the last time our our national team played that way? I can't remember it, but yeah. again, I think I think we need to prepare ourselves for a ma- mouth returning, cat returning, and I think switching up the formation is gonna be a must to get everybody on the field when when it's time to be fully healthy mm-hmm. and why not start in a practice tournament why not start in february to be a little bit more confident by the time june rolls around and emma's here is is where i'm coming from yeah the 442 with the diamond midfield does sort of at least on paper make a little more sense with our striker core I, I, but I'm just saying that off the top of my head I'll have to, I'll have to think about it okay um, so no 11 from you Vince no I'm just here to assess your 11s thank you and yeah, I, I get w- what like a D you really <laughs> didn't like mine <laughs> uh I mean, to to Bell's point, we probably gonna win regardless. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give you a strong uh, C minus. You know what I'm saying? Passing. I'm good. Exactly. Yeah, I think for this tournament, I probably probably go a front line of Shaw at at right wing. Um, Trin at left wing. I mean, it doesn't really matter which wing they're on, I guess. And then, um, and then Sophia Smith up top. And then I'm going to go Coffee Lavelle, Haran in the midfield. Uh, I, 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 I perceive that we're going to have some disagreements on this podcast over the next couple of years about Lindsay Haran. I predict that. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, back line is the same as yours, except I'm just gonna start fox but i get the i get the idea of what you're doing definitely and you respect it i do i give you i give you an a i mean great inflation the way it is you easily get an a that's crazy a and a c average b i'm all good um u17 concacaf championship i think that's the last thing we have um we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on it either I mean, okay. we won. We should have won. We're going to continue to win these these um, championships. 
I do think that there is a lot to be hopeful about, though. We had a ton of different goal scorers. We had professionals there for the first time ever. Um, was it was it always perfect? No, but you really there liked, was. You really liked Barcenas, though, right? Yeah, I really liked Barcenas at San Diego Wave. I really liked Kennedy Fuller. We have a good coach. I don't think we have a a strain level coach by any means, but it's it's no Tracy Kevins. Um, and I think that there, I think there's a lot of potential with this group and I'm interested in hearing what, what others think. Um, but yeah, when the NWSL season starts back, uh, uh, you know, Mel B out in San Diego is, is a must watch now. She's grown. I mean, she looked a lot better than she did even in her few professional appearances last year. You know, of course, well, of course she did. She it, was did. The yeah. U- yeah. it was the U-17 World uh, CONCACAF tournament, but she she just looked more grown up out there. She's a, just for those of you who are not following her, she's a, she's a left, left-footed, kind of tricky, kind of attacking mid. Yeah. And um, definitely has some sauce. And uh, she is fun to watch. I, I agree. Yeah. And and Kennedy Fuller, she she was the golden boot winner in this tournament. I mean, she she was just really dominating. She she had great ball control. Um, she trained with Chelsea this past year, and she's also doing a tryout with Angel City. The commentator uh, talked a little bit about how she and her family are are kind of deciding next steps if she's going to go pro, if she's going to remain with her prior commitment to go to UNC next year, um, that's kind of up in the air, but she, she became a, she became a follow after, after this tournament. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah why wasn't, uh, why wasn't, uh, Ricketts there? Ricketts? Yeah. What's going on? They didn't say, but if we, if, I mean, if we are, if we are not putting professionals on our U seventeen team, kind of badass, isn't it? My, I only, I only watched the Mexico, the win over Mexico, and only with like half an eye. Uh, while I was doing some other stuff, so I'm not, you know, some expert on this, but I do kind of worry about the level of the competition in a tournament like this. Like the goals are all the, the goals all just look too easy. Like everything just looks too easy, and I do wonder if that's like, you know, teaching or reinforcing some bad habits. I mean, we were like the the athletic gap between our wingers and some of the fullbacks we were up against. I mean, it's like, sure, it's outrageous, you know. And we had they had quality too. It was not like we just had athletes. We, We our players were good on the ball, but I don't know. I got a little uneasy watching it. I mean, there's no reason not to wet blanket the U17 team, you know? Yeah. I know, um, I know, I know. You know who did a really good job? Uh, not a really good job. I was, I was impressed. Uh, Cranks on Twitter, the, the comp maker, he was posting a lot of clips of this team, and I just thought that was really nice. Yeah, he's, he's been on the little, he's been 
following Lily too. And um, get more eyes on these young female players. That's that's only good things. Yep, that's right. Uh, for uh, as for me, you know, I, I've taken the same uh stance that I've taken with with the uh, boys, U.S. uh under 17s. You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm recusing myself from from watching these kids. Yeah, you are, tap in at U20, right? These kids, these kids are too young. Even though I did, I, so I did tap in for the S train. Uh, I was gonna say we loved watching that World Cup. It was like seven a.m. It was me, Vince, and like four other people. Watching it was it. it was a special moment. That was a special <laughs> moment. They was playing some ball, man, and uh, other reasons. Too. Are you gonna watch? But, are you gonna watch this World Cup? Probably, probably not. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I'll, I'll tap in. You know, maybe knockouts. I think the this past U seventeen one. Uh, for the for the boys, I think I watched their last game, maybe, and so okay. I, I'll, I'll probably I'll probably. Well, I'll ask around October, see if you've changed your mind. Okay. Games on February twentieth, February twenty third, and February twenty sixth for the U.S. That's a TBD, Concacaf team, on the twentieth, which is six days from today, and then we play Argentina, on the twenty third, and then we play Mexico. On the 26th. And listen to our schedule a little bit. So we have Gold Cup to talk about. And then March, we're going to get um, the Olympic straw in late March. Mm. And then in March, NWSL comes back. Katarina Macario potentially comes back. And then she believes in April. So we're going to get busy. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And a lot going on on the men's side too. So uh, with that, hey, check out our YouTube channel. I'll put the link in the show notes. Merch. Merch. And the merch, yeah. We got a... We talked um, about merch on the public feed? I don't know if we have. Uh, we got uh, a really cool hoodie, which Tara is wearing right now. And, uh, and, a, and a great hat too. Got some hats. Tell us about the hoodie. Well, I've been told... I've been told navy's not my color, so I got a gray in the hoodie. Mm. It's very soft. It's a little oversized, which is super in right now. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I love it. It's it's warm. Premium materials. It's keeping me warm. Yeah. I think it's made in America. Pretty sure. Yes. <laughs> Hats, navy hat, white hat. You know what I'm saying? We got cups. We got a little... Uh... We got a little glass, little uh, a cup made out of glass, and also tumbler. You know, a scuff. You can get you a scuff tumbler. I cracked up when you when you were saying uh, a Stanley for the girls. I, a Stanley for the girls. Look, like I I I I didn't want to say that on Wilson Wednesday necessarily, uh, but Terry, I'm happy you brought it up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not Stanley per se. I don't know what the brand is, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, that the fact that they got the scuffed logo and insignia on it will distract from the fact that it is not a Stanley. You know what I'm saying? So you don't got to worry yeah. too much about, you know what I'm saying, being called a poser or being called out for your, for your, you know, your family, your, your, your fake Stanley, you feel me? Um, you know, my okay. niece uh, has been, you know, unfortunately, these girls she goes to school with, they're really peer pressuring her into caring about Stanley Cups. I- I've heard. and. 
I've been trying. I was like, you are a little girl. You do not need a giant water bottle that costs $50. <laughs> yeah. But she knows she knows to go to her aunt for presents. And, you know, I've been worn down many times. Um, so maybe maybe I'm going to try and keep her from becoming a, a basic little girl mm. and get her get her the scuffed cup instead you know mm. Yo, treat her a little bit i'm sure she'll that's love what, it that's what answer for so i saw I, would, I mean i would be wary uh because i saw on twitter this one dude said he got his daughter he got his daughter a family and she came home crying because she, <laughs> she, she had been so thoroughly roasted by her by her peers you feel me that uh there are a lot of videos of these little girls just melting down at the different cups. They get. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. She'll, um, she'll love a scuffed one, though. So I'm keeping that in mind. But the sweatshirts are very warm. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But yeah. When I heard of, when I heard people, when I saw people talking about Stanley Cups, mm -hmm. you I actually hockey? thought they were talking about the trophy. Uh, I was like, man, girls... drinking water out of a Stanley Cup. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> they're fifty dollars. They're fifty dollar cups. They're fifty dollars, and and let me tell you, uh, my wife got like two of them. Uh, well, you, you you can guess the race of my wife by 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 me telling you that she got two Stanley Cups. But but anyway, uh, no, I can't. Shout out Hubert Davis. Uh, so and and like she'll just like put them random places. You know what I'm saying? The floor. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And it's like we got kids; they'll just knock them over, and, and she don't got the type of cap, I guess that that would prevent spillage. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the amount of times I've had to clean up just water off the floors, just, and, and we got we got hardwood floors. You know what I'm saying? Scuffed pays me very well to maintain my home. <laughs> uh, nah, but yeah yeah i mean i mean we got hardwood floors so it ain't the it ain't the biggest deal but but it is kind of annoying when like i mean i mean one day that it, it spilled in the room and it went from like her side of the bed all the way to my side of the bed there was water uh it's, it's just it's become a nuisance um yeah. do you anyway. think that the scuff sounds like bee babies or something it, do you think that the scuff cup spills no 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 that's that's spill proof the scuff cup are you cool. gonna get your wife one uh, I've already got a one. <laughs> oh. Does she know? No, yeah, yeah. I asked her if she wanted. Oh, it's not a surprise. When I was I going through, you were, maybe. You know, what I'm saying I'm 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 putting my money where my mouth is. I had to buy this merch myself. You know, what I'm saying there there there's too. no yeah. yeah. Tara had to buy it. I had to buy it. There, there, there's no discount for uh, us, and so I bought both hoodies, both hats, and uh and a tumbler. Uh, well, yeah, a cup. Yeah. That's romantic, romantic gesture. That's right. A fitting end to this Valentine's Day episode of Woso. Um, anything else, guys? No. Uh, did you buy your wife any scuffed merch? No, she has one of those old those uh, old hoodies that we I made through like a way ways back. Yeah, and she loves it. It's like a, oh great, yeah. That's right. I'm Maybe. Sure. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening to this, let me know if you buy your wife any scuffed merch. I'd love to know. Um, but yeah, happy Valentine's Day. 
yeah, unfortunately, you're not gonna get the Vincentine Day discount on on the scuffed merch. You know, if you buy it on February 15th, it's still gonna be full price. Unfortunately, but you should still buy it. You know what I'm saying? This is something we're doing just just as you know fan service and the fact that we we would love to have just walking billboards in all of America's uh, best cities. So, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying. If you, miss- I haven't, I haven't worn mine without like a coat, so no one has seen the picture on the back yet. Well, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that next. I'm gonna see, see how it plays. That's right. It is, it, it is cool. I think. Um, and Vince did a great uh, sort of soliloquy on it on the Monday review. But you're gonna have to sign up for the Patreon. You want to hear that? Mm. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you.